0: I don't know, and we're gonna get that. I'm, uh, I'm gonna ask you the same in a moment, but my guess is that like you probably know what like your pattern looks like because like your your focus on orgasm intensity is is pretty high.
1: <laughs> For me,
0: yeah, I don't really know what I do. Like uh, you know, like a number of things have come up during this podcast where I'm like, huh, I need to pay more attention to this. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know, uh, do you? I mean, I think that they're
1: yes, but in the sense that, like, I think that they're they're as I always say, I think there are different sensations you can go for, right? So, for example, <laughs> it's, okay. it's true. So, for example, I think you can go for a sensation that's more.
0: Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a show that takes an overly candid and hopefully entertaining look at matters related to sex. We source much of our subject matter from the sex subreddit, but we often dive into our own personal experiences, listener emails or tweets, stories from friends, and so on. I'm Keith, my co-host is Mike, and we acknowledge that the perspective of two white men may not be the most unique in the world, but hopefully our shamelessness and openness provide for some compelling radio. Naturally, the subject matter may occasionally offend. We apologize in advance for our ignorance. You can find us on Twitter at YMMVpod. You can email us at ymmvpod at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page that can easily be found by searching the same. The biggest thing you can do to support the show is to subscribe on whatever podcast app you prefer. On iPhone, that's the Podcasts app. On Android phones, I prefer Podcast Addict, but there are zillions. One final plea. The vast majority of podcast listens happen on iPhones. If you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, it goes a long way toward helping us build an audience. All right. So let's get to it. Uh, Mike, we have a number of intriguing posts from Reddit to get into, but before we go there... We have to clean up, uh, the matter of men who have a burning desire to give, not receive blowjobs. Uh, so that topic from last week, and I wanted to share with you a personal matter of mine. Are you ready? Oh, no. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready. Let's hear it. So should we do the personal matter first or should we do the blowjobs men? So the straight men having this weird desire to give blowjobs first. I don't know if it's weird, but I mean, okay, so the way you phrased that made it
1: sound to me like you were about to tell me a secret about your own oral uh, experiences, but it sounds like they're unrelated, in fact. Correct. They are completely
0: separate from each other.
1: All right. Well, why don't we clear up the thing from last week first? I think uh, you had challenged me to find um, a bunch of guys or a bunch of postings online where uh, men were actually expressing this preference. Straight um, men, importantly. Yeah. So I was, it didn't take very long to do some searching, and I can recommend to the listenership the word you can search for on like the sex Reddit is hetero flexible, like heterosexual, but hetero flexible. And you can pretty quickly find uh, men who are out there asking lots of questions within the last few months uh, about this topic.
0: Yeah. So first off, they're, all, I mean, just, they're already sort of conceding that uh, their heterosexuality is flexible, but Setting that aside for a moment, I just want to like read one of these. Like, here's like a like good canonical one because you, you found like 10 of these. But all right. So here's straight guys who like to give blowjobs. I'm a guy who identifies as straight. I have close male friends but haven't ever had romantic feelings toward guys. I'm not into kissing guys, cuddling them, or having sex with them. <laughs> but a guy with a nice cock who lets me suck him off is my new best friend. Some would call me bi and maybe it's technically true, but I personally feel like it's more of a fetish. Any other guys feel the same? Have you discussed it with anyone and what reactions did you get? Um, I mean, I, I this is – I mean, I would just argue that he's gay.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think this makes sense to me. And the way it makes sense to me, like the sort of um, mental uh, stretch I have to make yeah. is – and I've explained this to other people and I don't, other people maybe you don't can't imagine it the way that I can, but imagine if you were able to somehow clone yourself. All right. Okay. So if you're able to clone yourself, then like you could imagine that
0: giving yourself a blow is like masturbating, right? Sure. Well, uh, mm, mm, uh, okay, go on. Okay. Well, look, let's, let's put it this way.
1: If you cloned yourself or if you were able to say like, Yeah, cloned yourself, essentially met, met yourself. Like it's sort of, it's a little hard. You have to sort of, uh, be high on acid or something to sort of imagine this fully. Uh, you probably wouldn't be interested in cuddling with yourself or kissing yourself or doing any of those things, but you might be interested, I think, in the experience that the receiver of your genitals has. Because that's not, I don't know. It's something that like, you know, it's something that you do with your hand. Uh, when you're masturbating, and I, it makes sense to me that you would have some curiosity about that with other uh, openings in your
0: body. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I understand this. Like, <laughs> I understand the trick you're you're trying to employ here. Sure. I just feel like ha- having. Even if I could autofillate, even if I could blow myself, uh, you know, like I was flexible enough to do that. I don't think. I would be compelled to do that. Like I I I really <laughs> I really don't want to have a penis in my mouth under any circumstance and it's hard for me to understand um men who claim they are otherwise straight having I mean they're not they're not expressing like a small desire here like this is like a like a major thing that seems to be yeah, like almost an obsession for them.
1: Well, I think it's major. That makes sense completely to me. It's major because it's like – it's this thing that sort of violates a norm that's that they have they have in their life, which is that they're heterosexual. And so, it's not really a thing they do. And so, they have to kind of go outside their comfort zone. And also, they don't I, – I believe them when they say they don't want to have a relationship with the guy. And so, then it's kind of like, well, how do you set that up? It's like, it, like then you wind up in the famous glory hole or whatever, not to go down that rat hole. Well, but,
0: okay. All right. Let me read another one of these. Any straight guys here ever consider sucking a man's dick? After visiting some subreddits concerning sexuality, I would consider myself very slightly heteroflexible. The thought of a nice, smooth, completely shaven penis sounds pretty cool. (laughs) So I think what he's doing there is he's like making it less gross in his mind. I'm in no rush with doing this in my life, but I would consider giving a man head just to try it out to find if it's something I actually like or just a fantasy in my mind, but doesn't actually turn me on if that makes sense. Anyone else here similar? Also, to anyone who's similar and went about it, how was it? Um, I it's just saying the I same just, thing. I know he's saying the same thing. I I I think these men are <laughs> like basically bisexual. Like, it's interesting. Like, yeah that that he wants it to be shaved is is sort <laughs> of interesting. It's like a, it's like he's like trying to figure out like a half step to make it less masculine. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, like I think there's a line um, across which if you have a penis in your mouth, like you can't really describe yourself as – or if you have like this like huge desire to have a penis in your mouth, um, yeah, like you might be a little bit bi. Yeah, okay. So hang on, hang on. Here's here's why I have a doubt
1: about that view. Yeah. Do you feel the same way if I said – if I replaced the word mouth with the word hand?
0: Yeah. But I think you it, 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 do on. that all the time. I think in a version – to wanting to have, no. Oh, with my own oh, hand. You, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. But but maybe that's why a lot of men feel like a lot of shame about masturbating. Maybe I gay think, men like never feel shame about masturbating.
1: Well, I have to be honest that I don't understand. Do you feel shame about masturbating? Is that like a thing for you?
0: Shame isn't the right word. Shame implies like a strength of to the emotion. But right. like, what what's like some mild mild amount of shame? Embarrassment. Yeah, I guess. Um,
1: yeah, embarrassment sort of – or a mild embarrassment. That's usually like the, the step back from shame. I mean, yeah, I don't feel embarrassed about it. I mean, I guess I don't want to like do it in front of everybody, but that's that's mostly like
0: – That's a different thing. Yeah, to me, it's uh, like
1: – it's the same as I don't want to go to the bathroom in front of everybody either. It's like this thing where it's just kind of private. I don't think it's because I'm embarrassed or ashamed that I go to the bathroom.
0: Everybody does, right? Yeah. Um, okay, but, but wait. Let's get back to this though, right? So, like I don't want to have – uh a third a second person's penis in my hand or mouth and i feel like some amount of revulsion to that and up until i started reading about this like i thought that was sort of a major part of like being heterosexual is like you know some sort of uh yeah lack of wanting to do that but i just don't think that your uh way of thinking about this
1: holds water and the reason why is because of my uh, acid trip example so look We've already established that you have no problem giving yourself a hand job, right? That's maybe you have a little bit of embarrassment, but this is a thing that you do happily, maybe more than once a day. All right.
0: Yeah. Sure.
1: Now, then you come up, come at me with this thing of like, well, if I got autofillate, now I wouldn't. Now, okay, look, I understand that because it's it's um, it's uncomfortable, and actually, as I've told you before, when I was a teenager, that was something I could sort of barely do, uh, and then you know you get a little bit older and you can't anymore and it's not it's it's just really uncomfortable it's not it's it's not anything that's good but let's say that you let's say it wasn't uncomfortable let's say you were more shaped like a dog or something and so it was actually quite easy to do i don't believe you when you say that you wouldn't do that because i mean if it just feels like two units better i think that you would do that just like you would um you know do some other activity like finding the right porn or whatever to watch alongside Okay, fine.
0: So for the sake of argument, let's say I would. Let's say that like various things that I can self-induce orgasms in myself, like I'm willing to do. Right. I still think like when you introduce another party, like that changes things in a material way. Absolutely. I think that that cuts out a lot of people. But
1: I think that that is the line of reasoning that gets you to this idea of like somebody wanting to – Uh, play with or have sex with the sort of penis that doesn't really belong to another person because it's a lot like, I think that, I think the need these people are actually trying to achieve is actually to blow themselves. Like I'm getting a little Freudian here, but I actually think that's like, I'm not Freudian, but like psychological. I think that's actually the need they're trying to fulfill here. They're like, I I just want to blow a dick. And it, it's some kind of a masturbatory impulse as opposed to them. Like, I don't think they're really gay, in other words. I think they're just attracted to a dick.
0: And the important thing there is you're attracted to dicks too, your own. Yeah, but there's a huge gap between – I'm not really attracted to my own dick. As, as I mentioned, Like, there's some amount of shame or embarrassment around my need to excite myself. Uh, really? You
1: never like – when you just get like a really good erection, you never just sort of look at it and you're like, God damn, that thing's impressive. Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: From time to time. Yeah. All right. Uh, but. It's nice. I mean, it, it can be – and I do I, – I I think that I am attracted. I have no shame in that. I think I am attracted to my own penis. So, I may, maybe in that sense, I'm closer to these people than you are. I'm, I don't have that embarrassment. I think it's like I, I'm attracted to it and I think that if I could – with that sort of acid trip experiment, like I think that if I could blow myself, I probably would. Now, I don't know about the end of the blow job. I'm not sure what would happen then. I don't know what uh well, we've already gone down the the rat hole of like tasting your own semen and stuff like that. No need to go there. But I'm not sure if I would blow myself to completion, but I think I would incorporate that into my masturbation play if it were like comfortable. It simply isn't, so it's irrelevant. Um, but that step, I, I acknowledge that there's a step that goes further, which is like, okay, now if it's another person, well, no, I'm not in- interested in that. But that's because I don't think I have this psychological trick that I'm playing where I'm like, oh, you know, I can pretend the other guy's penis is mine if I don't cuddle with him or I pretend it's not, you know, another person. I am I know it's another person and I'm not interested, even if it was like a glory hole or whatever. It doesn't yeah, okay, matter, all right.
0: Right. I think this is getting boring, so we should move on. But like – All right. These guys are all – at least these two and some of the other ones that you sent me i mean they're expressing interest in the in giving the other guy an orgasm like it's not just like some it's not the like just practice of like having a penis in their mouth it's it's the it's the delivering of pleasure to that man that they're looking for i think yeah i just think that it's tied up with their
1: like i think it's tied up in their minds with like their own experience of orgasm and stuff like that i don't i don't think I don't think – It might be a step down the path toward being gay, but I don't think it is. I will point out there was also that link I gave you, which is uh, gay men's reactions because it's sort of another leg to this argument. Gay men's reactions to like the question of whether they'd rather give or receive a blow and the preponderance of them. In fact, I think almost all of them on that thread would rather give a blow than receive, which I think is sort of interesting. Like I think that is actually a thing that like even gay men, like giving a blow is more valued – than receiving one, which also I've seen be
0: the case on like Craigslist or whatever website. Yeah, where you can that sort of is not surprising to me. Like as a heterosexual person, like giving my partner an orgasm is something that is, it can be more interesting than me having an orgasm myself. So like that doesn't surprise me at all. That's like just just feels completely normal to me. It's – straight men wanting to give another man an orgasm and that not being a step towards homosexuality that uh, confuses me.
1: So so just, I want to make sure I understand this. So if you had like a one night stand, but the thing that happened on the one night stand was you gave oral to the woman, gave her an orgasm, and then that was the end of the sex for the night. You'd be chill with that. That would be cool for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, Hmm. I would, I would also like to have an orgasm, but uh, yeah, I would feel accomplished. Oh, bravo! I think that's unusual. I think most men are not
1: uh, straight men. I think I think this is a gay straight difference. Like I think, I think, for whatever reason, gay men or guys that are interested in penises are more likely to want to give. But I think the most straight men want to get the sex and get the orgasm. Uh, yeah, in like sort of a one night stand or like a casual kind of encounter.
0: Okay. Anyway. All right, we can stop litigating this. So, all right, I'm going to get into my personal matter. Feel free to interrupt me whenever you like here. this I have to set this up a little bit. So, um, I was traveling last week, first to Cleveland and then to Asheville, North Carolina. In North Carolina, it was raining the whole time. And I think it had something to do with the tropical storm that like parked itself over the East Coast or something. Anyway, that's not important. Uh, what's important is that I was running every morning. I think I ran five times in the four days I was there and it poured during every run and something happened that i didn't expect um on the third day i started noticing uh that like the tip of my penis was a little bit sore and i didn't put it together until after my run on the fourth day when i noticed that um there was some blood on the top of my penis after my run jesus so uh Here's what I I think this happened because of there was chafing between like my soaking running shorts and my uh my my member. So, uh here's my question. So uh, it it's Friday. As a single man, I think I may have an opportunity this weekend that I'll have to pass up because of this injury. Um two things. One, do you think I should just um stay in and lick my wound so to speak or should I Uh, date normally and make an explanation only if, if things get to that point.
1: Well, let Uh, me understand.
0: I'm trying to understand your status here. Do you have a scab, a scab
1: on your, on your,
0: um, glands? You have a scab on your cock? I am. I'm, I'm circumcised and like right on the top of the, uh, of the what (laughs) lands head whatever (laughs) this is funny like yeah like we've been through this before like my vocabulary for describing like various parts of my penis is is not good all right so you have the shaft and then the head what is the area like right where the shaft becomes the head oh the corona i think okay so the the top of my corona uh, which is the part that like you know rubs against my shorts has like just like a, a little sore. And by the way, it's it's healing oh, pretty quickly, but it looks like the herp. Uh, it's it looks- small enough. It's actually small enough that uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone would notice. Um, and yeah, I no, I'm not, I'm not concerned about that part. I'm I'm concerned about it being painful. Yeah, and well, I mean, I think if you especially wore- if I especially if I wear a condom.
1: You think the condom would make? I was I was thinking a condom would make it less painful because uh, I was thinking the acid friction or something. No, the acidic environment of the vagina I think
0: would hurt. That's what I was going for. It's almost like putting salt in the winter, like a lemon lemon juice. Is is a is a female's lubrication mildly acidic? I think so. I think think it's. I think if anything, it's like saliva. It's like very, very, very mildly acidic. Acidic. Well, but that might be enough to make it
1: sort of sting. I'm not. I'm not totally sure. Could do.
0: I, I. I hadn't even considered that. I was more concerned about the friction.
1: Well, but a condom, I think, would also help with uh, with the friction. I mean, it's it's that bad though. That like, if you so, are you saying that you're also uh, doing a little no fap action right now, or have you found some
0: sort of stroke to uh, to avoid that? Uh, I've been in a no fap, yeah, since uh, since this wound developed. Have you considered doing the thing we discussed, where you use a vibrator? No. But I don't have one, so I'd have to go buy one. There is a sex toy store, one of those like really clean ones that they have in San Francisco. I think it's called Good Vibrations, ironically. Um, so I, I, I could, I guess
1: it wouldn't work. But I mean, it would. You could also just buy it on Amazon. Like they'll fly it to you with a drone or
0: whatever they do. I think I could masturbate in such a way that would not. I, th- I think I still could. That's good to hear. But you've chosen not to. Correct. Hmm. Correct. I, I mean I just want things to heal like I wonder if like yeah the engorging of my penis will you know like break the yeah maybe it'll heal faster if i try not to get an erection i would
1: think that area of your body would heal very quickly and i kind of doubt that friction on it would matter that much to be honest but I, i'm I'm also confused how you even developed this sore uh...
0: I think it's just chafing between my wet shorts and and the head of my penis hmm yeah, maybe you need to tie it down more or something, or, or maybe stop wearing underwear. It, yeah, we've been through that before. Uh, I think that wouldn't work because I think it would just flop around more. But yeah, I mean, it, it was wet. Like it never rains here in California. It rains here so rarely that you would never have like a rainy run four days in a row. And I think it, you know, it was just I was running a lot of miles too. Like I probably ran thirty-five miles across the four days or something. Um,
1: yeah, but if you if you don't wear underwear, flopping around, that's fine. It won't be flopping against anything.
0: Well, I'll still be wearing shorts. I just won't be wearing underwear. Oh, well, I think that's the key though. If it's not tight. Now I know yeah, you because it was raining. It like gives weight to your shorts that isn't typically there. Oh, I see. I see. You could go on a nude run, I suppose. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking in the realm of, of practicality. Uh, so yeah, So one other thing here that like occurred to me, and this isn't like some profound thought, but like men almost never have to worry about being on the bench uh like having something sex that makes them like not want to have sex for some reason uh and women have like some you know significant percentage of the time that they have, they have to worry about various things like they might be menstruating they might be feeling bloated or unattractive in some way maybe there's like some gap in their birth control uh and <laughs> <laughs> like i'm worried about like at most like one night I, th- I think i i think i can still pull it off anyway but um Yeah. uh, It's another thing that's sort of, you know, isn't great for women.
1: Well, I think, but I think you could flip that around and say like, it's sort of nice that like you have this situation where like, there's no pressure on you, you know? I mean, like you don't, if you, yeah, if you just can't do it, then like you could maybe just go out and have a good time and you don't have to like aim at sex the whole time. Right.
0: Sure. I mean, my, my evening experiences aren't that obsessive and focused. Um, I have to go to a charity event tonight anyway so you know who knows um anyway uh we can move on uh to my from my biological matters so uh let's see here um yeah we've got a couple here that are related to the same thing which is this idea of like a threesome causing um issues after a a threesome has been had. So uh, the first one here, I'm going to, should I read both of these? Do you think just so that we have both topics on the table? Yes. Okay. All right. Get to it. My husband and I had a threesome and I need advice now. I feel super insecure. Husband and I are both 26. We recently had a threesome with another girl. I feel horrible now. She made him orgasm better. She kind him off faster. He was a lot more vocal with her. It was also my idea. During, it turned me on. Now I feel inadequate because of it, but I really love him. Even after the threesome, we grabbed some food and my husband and the girl constantly glanced at each other with a little smile and it made me feel bad. Please, I need advice ASAP. Okay, so that's... um one uh here's two this one's a little bit longer my husband 27 my oh sorry this person's a 27 year old female, and her husband's a 29 year old male. my husband has completely changed since we had an encounter with another couple we've been married for five years i was still a virgin when we got married but he had one prior partner as you'd expect i was pretty inexperienced when we started having sex i come from a religious conservative home so i didn't even have much experience with masturbation i had difficulty having orgasms so we decided to try some other things with the help of a vibrator i was finally able to We had what I consider to be a good sex life. I usually never was able to orgasm through penetration, but my husband would use a dildo when I used a vibrator. I usually still had an orgasm every time. After two years into our marriage, my husband brought up the idea of trying out swinging. I didn't like the idea, by the way, well, whatever. I'll just keep reading without editorializing. I didn't like the idea, so I said no. He kept bringing it up every so often, and around a year ago, we watched a TV show about swinging on Playboy TV. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure that was a real documentary there. It wasn't what I had expected at all. My husband said I've only ever been with him. And it would be good to have other experiences. I still didn't want to do it. But after watching the show, it had changed my mind about it. It didn't seem like it would be as bad as I had initially thought. We kept watching the show and he kept bringing up the idea of trying it. And a few weeks ago, we said, okay, we can try it out and see how it went. I just found a couple on a website. And last weekend, we went over to their place. We liked them, so we decided to go for it, and we ended up having sex with them. It wasn't bad at all, and I didn't feel jealous or anything like that. I had a lot of fun. I think my husband is a bit jealous and has been angry. We've had a few fights about it over the weekend, and my husband called me a whore in a moment of anger. He has been angry and in a bad mood all week, and I feel like I'm walking on eggshells, and any little thing sets him off into a fight. Does anyone have any suggestions how to help him get over it? Um, I could give some thoughts, but I've been reading for a while. Uh, what do you have to say about this, Mike? Well, this is like
1: a really common topic that comes yes. up and there's there's some standard replies that people give that I think are good. But I mean like the 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 core of it is like well, okay, actually you have two different faces of the same situation there, right? You have the one where like the guy is mad and the one where the woman is upset. Uh the one where the woman's upset, I mean, look like This is because the guy is going to be attracted to the novelty of the new woman. Like that's primarily why he wants to do this, right? He's like, this is fantastic. I get to sort of have a steady partner and get this sort of novelty that's going to like sort of peak up my experience uh, repeatedly. And she's jealous of that, but it's like, what do you want? I mean, that is that is like what the the male brain is like uh, designed for on some level. Uh, The other one uh, I think is just some sort of like a jealousy thing. The guy, like, basically is like, and and I think maybe, maybe the other guy had like a bigger cock or something like that, and now he's sort of jealous. He's like, oh, she, she she liked it better. But I've seen even worse ones on the sex subreddit. Where, uh, like, for example, like the, yeah, there was one in particular I remember reading a while back where uh, it was a guy, and then the other, you know, they did an MFM, MFM, where it's like the guys don't have sex with each other; they both just have sex with a woman, and. The other guy who comes into the picture has a much bigger penis and the reaction of the woman is just like crazy. Like she, she's enjoying it so much and the husband is just like, no. And he like, he described it so well. Like he's basically like, his marriage was like dissolving in front of his eyes as his wife was like orgasming again and again with this, uh, this stud. Yeah. Um, yeah, And I think that's like a really common thing that happens in these uh, threesome situations is like whoever like the left out partner is just gets like emotionally destroyed. And the other person's like, I don't understand what, what what's wrong right super uh super risky anyway
0: yeah i mean this just seems like normal human evolutionary biology right like it's (laughs) uh one or both of the people in the original couple are probable to get jealous i I don't see i think if you I, i think there are people who are like sort of lifelong swingers that basically slowly disabuse themselves of that emotion but uh, Yeah. It, it, in the early days of swinging, I'm sure it comes up all the time and I'm not sure how that could like possibly be avoided. Maybe you could like get some sort of psychotherapy before you do it for the first time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think like it makes some sense to me that like a better strategy, if this is really what you want to do is to basically like be polyamorous and have like, you know, your relationships with other people kind of hidden from your main partner. Yeah. But, uh, I've talked to people in that situation before and basically the way they characterize it is like, yeah, you know, my boyfriend or my husband just cheats on me all the time. Like that's their, can be their experience of that too. It's just hidden, but they know it's going on. Right. Is that better than
0: watching him cheat on you? I think it probably Uh, is. It depends. I mean, maybe, maybe you, (laughs) maybe if you see it and it's not that great for him, although it's probably going to be because it's a new partner. Right. Um, yeah I mean
1: he's probably going to enjoy it a lot, and uh, you're probably gonna get kind of jealous and not be that happy. Uh, there's going to be some sort of lull in the action where you're basically just watching and uh some sort of jealousy is going to arise. but on the other hand, you could say that like when it's hidden from you, maybe like it's even then you invent something in your head, but probably what you invent in your head is more or less accurate, so
0: right I think some people actually get aroused by jealousy um so that you know there may be some subset of people who enjoy that aspect. I'm not sure. Yeah. I would have some questions in my mind as to whether like a person that's like that
1: is really going to be the kind of person that would be in a stable relationship in the beginning yeah, in, fair in, you know, in any case. Yeah, so
0: Right. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure if there's anything else to wrestle to the mat there. Like, well, have you I've, ever known anybody who was doing this? Um, swinging?
1: Yeah. Or
0: Probably. like – <laughs> but not like, not like, uh, openly. Yeah, no, I guess not. That's weird because, you know, I live in San Francisco. Um, and you know, there are a lot of people that have like very liberal views on, you know, what uh, healthy relationships might look like. Um, but I don't know anyone who, who's outwardly into that. I, I do know a few women who, uh, you know, and men who claim they're polyamorous, um, but most of them like don't really want to talk about it. And I, and you know, maybe this is just me being square, but like my immediate suspicion is that there's like some other, it's not really polyamory. It's just that they're like not that into their primary partner and are messing around with other things.
1: Yeah, I could see that there. There's actually a thing. And I don't know, I think it's one of, it touches on one of our other topics here, which is, uh, I've read some threads about this where somebody's basically, because another thing you see is people asking advice because they're planning to do this. Uh, and the last advice on the sex subreddit, and of course, one of the standard pieces of advice is like basically either a don't do it or b like prepare yourself for some really difficult stuff because uh, this tends to be problematic for relationship. Um, but the thing people the thing people will say to the guy is that it matters which person you nut in or on. So it's like <laughs> they basically will say that like huh. uh, that like it's important to nut in the primary partner. And
0: not, like, the novelty partner. That makes sense to me. There's a lot of, like, hormones and, like, chemical stuff that happens around that. So that that doesn't – that makes sense. You think it's just a chemical thing? You don't think it's like a – No, there's psychological stuff too, but I mean (laughs) – Listen, I think it would be pretty annoying to watch, like, some other guy, like, nut in my girlfriend. Like, well, but that's, you know, but this I'm, not, I'm not begging to have, like, uh, you know, a multi-partner relationship with her either.
1: So. Wait a minute. this is That's the other situation. I was describing. Basically, if it's two women and a man, then this issue comes up. If it's two men and a woman, well, if he doesn't net nut in your girlfriend, there's only a, another person there. <laughs> so, you're saying he'd rather
0: – obviously not. There's see. He can leave and go to the bathroom or never come – yeah, I mean, yeah. Is that like I, – I saw – what was it? I saw a uh, – I can. I, it's hard for me to imagine a situation where I would consent to an MMF or MFM. Be, right, MFM. This I, I actually saw a porno uh,
1: within the last like year, six months, something like that, and it was some kind earlier of earlier today. No, it wasn't. It was a while back, <laughs> and it was it was it was interesting. It was like a cuckold porn, which is basically this uh, close to tangential to what we're talking about here. Yeah. And the premise of the porn was that this guy was going to watch some other guy have sex with his wife. And then – and this was part of the porn. He, the guy who's filming, is going to go in the bathroom and jerk off into the toilet. And so like part of his like punishment – and you got to watch it. You got to watch like him watching the other guy. They finish having sex and then and then the end of the porn is this sort of sad scene where he walks into the bathroom and just jerks off into the toilet.
0: I'm not sure. I guess – all right. So cuckold porn is weird. So cuckold is when you watch your wife – or girlfriend usually wife uh have sex with another partner and a big part of it in fact maybe definitionally you're supposed to be being sort of shamed as part of it is that right that's my that understanding right? of it it's not
1: i i it's not my go to porn uh topic or uh you know category but yes yeah. that's my understanding I mean i know
0: it's a thing uh you know you always see it on the categories on the various porn sites um, I just don't understand like why that would be compelling. Like are there a lot of men that like maybe feel like they're not satisfying their partner? And so watching porn where like some guy is being embarrassed and somebody else is satisfying their partner, it's like that's intriguing to them for some reason. Like what what's going on there? I think it's I think it's uh men wanting to be submissive. I see. Right.
1: So they're trying to find a way to basically like yeah, yeah. it's it, it. To me, it's like uh, psychologically analogous to being with like a dominatrix who like ties you up and hits you or something. He's like trying to find a way to be sort of, yeah, ashamed or like kind of have this kind of negative experience that
0: then makes him feel very small. Um, I see. But this is like – I mean, he's not even getting off except for jerking off into the toilet. Uh, that was the part I loved. I just found that so like poetic and beautiful. He's like, now I will do this. It's, it's, it's Yeah, it's uh, impressively
1: pathetic. And of course, on Pornhub, like that was the part, you know, they have that little indicator that shows who watches what part. And that part, I was, it was just the account was one. I was the only person who was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this guy jerk off in the toilet. And I was like, hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah um but, yeah there's like a big dip in the viewer the viewer numbers there that's funny right well, of uh, course yeah i mean i'm, I'm shocked that that, uh, that wasn't the the thing that that most people were finding enjoying um okay let's get on to our next topic this is uh we're doing a good job today getting through these topics okay uh this We've is through one so far but go on yeah oh yeah you're right well okay felt like more uh okay um so this uh the subject of this has been deleted but we can still see the or the the content of this has been deleted but we can still see the subject and it's simply dicks colon how big is too big and uh there you know as usual on reddit uh the real content's buried in the comments um and the first is uh th- this guy says you know i'm not a female but i've heard that if you are ramming into their cervix that's uncomfortable that's uh, true that's true uh, and then A number of people say some girls sort of like it. And then this guy, you know, then others are saying, like, no, if they like it, they're psychos. It's, you know, just painful. Um, All right. We
1: we need to get to the authentic woman's
0: penis size preference chart. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I'm I'm slow playing this a little bit till, till we get to the actual thing. So. Uh, there is a chart which I had never seen until uh, you know I started researching for for our show today. Um, I of course had because I'm a terrible person. Right. So this In is fact, um, maybe I,
1: maybe I made the
0: chart. I don't even know. <laughs> this is <at laughs> <No. laughs> penis sized debate dot com. Um, <laughs> wait does does who is does who is lookup still work or has it been turned off because of GDPR?
1: Oh, do you want to know who owns penisizedebate.com? I want to though? know
0: when uh, penisizedebate.com was registered. Okay, it was registered in 2002. So, nice. Yeah, it's been around for a while. So, uh, yeah, if you look up the ideal penis size uh, listeners, you'll be able to find this chart. Um, so, uh, it starts, obviously, penises come in all kinds of combinations of length versus girth, which leads us to the final most important point. Where do you fit on the scale of women's preferences? What, what does she think about your penis? And this chart mm-hmm. – um, on the x-axis is length, um, ranging from three and a half to eleven inches. And on the y-axis is circumference, um, ranging from about the same three and a half to nine and three quarters inches. Uh, so that you know is often also called girth. And then there's like a heat map showing, uh, yeah, like what length and circumference things are sort of uh, not satisfying at all, uh, enjoyable is the lowest level satisfying is the next highest very satisfying but not perfect and ideal and in parentheses it says perfect here um but the great thing about this chart is that like because okay so i don't think most
1: men maybe know their circumference a lot of men i, th- I actually think every man knows his length i think every man i mean it's a fun thing to do to get a ruler and do that but this where do you chart, measure from for the length yeah uh, I mean, you measure from you. You take a tape measure or a ruler, and you do the top, meaning the part that's closest to your your head, your face. Uh, you get yourself erect, and you push it against your pubic bone. No, I mean, yeah, basically, you push it in, so it's sort of like if there's any little bit of fat over the pubic bone, you sort of like take that out, yeah. and then you measure to the to the meatus, as it would, as it were, the tip uh, where you. know okay. it's Are, actually beyond where you
0: have your sore. We agree. Uh, I no, my, my sore. Look, we, no, my sore is on is on the the. It's not on the tip. It's on the, like, right where the shaft meets the head. No, I know. I was saying, that's why I'm saying it's beyond there. Oh, okay. Sorry. Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But but you would, the ruler would be touching your sore if you were measuring this way, right? It would would be. Yes. It would. Yes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Glad glad (laughs) we were able to bring that back around. And then for circumference, I assume most guys' penises are pretty cylindrical. So just sort of on the shaft somewhere. Uh, Interestingly, this thing, the circumference for this chart starts at three and a half, which if I remember my. Junior high math correctly su- suggests that, like these are people who have a one inch diameter. Like the cross, the cross section of the penis is only one inch, which is pretty narrow if you think about it. But but really, the funny thing here is that I think I think the normal for a man is something like five and a half to six six inches long, and maybe five to five and a half inches circumference. This is what I've seen, and according to this chart, <laughs> that is not satisfying. Too small. Too narrow, not going to do it. And to be satisfying and to get an A on this chart, you need to be eight inches long and six and a half inches wide. And I encourage our listeners to actually get like a sheet of paper and make a penis that's that size and see how big that is because it's
0: pretty big. So have you read the methodology? And and by the way, have you scrolled down and seen <laughs> this um, weird penis picture they have?
1: Yeah, it's not so good looking. It's kind of a looks like somebody's arm and they like Photoshopped it to remove the hand at the end of the arm and put a penis head on it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, what is their methodology for – how did they create this graph? It's obviously just bullshit. Okay. But one could imagine creating a graph like this. I yeah, mean, you thousands of women um, and you'd have to have them have sex with dozens of penises. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I would
1: say here is that in my <laughs> experience, women are – absolutely atrocious at guessing the yes. size yes. of penis. You right. would have
0: to be blinded, right? They, 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 you wouldn't ask them for the size. You'd have to have you, – you, you'd measure the penis and then the penis would go in. It would have sex with the woman and then she would just r- report on zero to 10 her satisfaction. Sure. But I mean like it would be of course impossible for the woman to
1: separate out like how she feels about the man from that. Like so it's not – it's just not a realistic – she,
0: she could be blindfolded. In fact, they could actually not even use actual penises. They could.
1: <laughs> so you could just replace. You could just replace all of the little squares in this
0: graph with R for rape. <laughs> right? No, I, I was thinking it could be a dildo or something. She would have to consent to this, you know. There'd be a waiver and all that.
1: But I mean, there, Keith. There are. I mean, I can't even count. There must be. Uh, there's there's a lot of.
0: Like- this,
1: this is like a 20 by 20 chart. So, if you just have sex with 400 men, and how no, are you going to find no. a man with an
0: 11 inch penis that's nine and three quarters inches circumference? You could. <laughs> it's, it's no, it's, I'm suggesting you use like dildos of different sizes. I just think the like, it, it's a, it's a, and it's you do, you just do like 30 strokes per dildo and have them, you know, oh, you know what it could be like? It could be like when you get an eye test, you know, it's like, okay, is, is A better? And then, you know, it does five strokes and then it is B better and then it does like five strokes. A,
1: Yeah, but it wouldn't work that way because if you start out, if you started with the huge one and then went to the tiny one, that would be vastly different than starting with the tiny one and going to the huge one.
0: I mean, this is why you would need a lot of, um, and this is the kind of stuff the Kinsey Institute should be doing. Um, I I don't think that it would be productive. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it, (laughs) but the other
1: thing that's funny about this is that like they've, they've carefully made it so the graphic looks like a penis. They made it so it looks like a cross section of a penis all down to like the, the, the blood vessels and stuff. But but setting that aside, they've made it so pretty much no matter how long you are, you're fine. If you it looks like you could be like fifteen inches long and you'd still be pretty good.
0: Be enjoyable. Yeah the graph the graph ends at eleven inches, so it's it's unclear like where I would fall here. But um <laughs> <laughs> We actually we actually have agreed as a stipulation
1: for this podcast not to get into our penis sizes, at least yeah. for the moment, maybe later. Yeah, I ago. mean
0: I feel like the, eventually the gloves are gonna come off there, but um Not for now. For now. It's, it's not agreed. it's not
1: really a subject most people care about. Um but the, well, well uh,
0: you and I care about it but yeah like yeah most listeners probably don't care
1: well the thing about it also is you immediately get the question of like are we telling the truth how do we know and then it's like ah, so you they'd have to understand the history of like we, we have a lot of things we take on faith from one another right. we're, we're not actually getting erections and measuring each other's penises um, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that
0: yeah um, but anyway, you can so you imagine yeah. it needing to go there at some point like depending. anyway all right let's um, oh no, I can't I'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um. Uh, I guess we okay. could hire like a woman to measure both of each of us. We I could see
0: doing that. Yeah. You'd, you'd almost need a few third party auditors though, just to cause and anyway. Uh, so wait, I don't understand. So this chart obviously is BS. The way you know, it's BS is because it's labeled the authentic women's penis. <laughs> um, that sounds always, like
1: something. It sounds like Trump stakes or something. Right,
0: right. If something is the official or the authentic, like you immediately <laughs> know that it's total garbage. Um, yeah. But um, okay. All right. I mean, the, the way I know it's BS is because the, the I know what the
1: averages are from – I mean, you can just look on Wikipedia and the averages here show up as not satisfying. And I also know from reading way too many posts on the sex subreddit that the area that women would say is ideal is much larger than what they're saying here. Like women generally don't care about this. If you're like I have a micro penis, they care if it's really small. If it's really, really big, they don't like it. But there's a pretty big area where it's fine, which makes sense because the point of having sex is to reproduce, right? So like right. why – yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't be getting suddenly choosy uh, once they've already selected a mate. Think about it this way: if it mattered that much, it's like breast size. If it mattered that much, all men would have around the same size penis. Like the size of your oh, like good point. The size of your head sort of matters, uh, both for being able to be birthed by a woman, but also like the size your brain needs to be. And people generally have around the same size head. There's a lot of body parts like that. Penis is not like that. Why? Because it doesn't fucking matter.
0: Same with your nuts. Same with women's breasts. Like it doesn't actually matter. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. So, uh, let, yeah. Let's do. Okay. Uh, I got to pull this up here. And
1: by the way, this guy on Reddit, his worry was that he had too big of a cock, not too small. I think I think maybe that it was deleted, but I did read it and make a little summary beforehand. Yeah. I just want to be clear that, like, of course, the guy on Reddit is not worried about the small. He's like, look, I, I've got a ten inch dong here,
0: and anyway, right. go on, go on. He's full of shit, almost certainly, but almost certainly. I mean, yeah, unless like every single person on Reddit's in the like ninety-nine point nine nine ninth percentile.
1: Although so. th- that thing of uh of stabbing
0: the cervix is a real thing. Yeah, that's well known, I think. Yeah. Um Yeah. Okay. All right. Any- anyway, so uh all right, this is about the emotion of coming inside of a girl uh from from her view. Ladies, what's the emotional attachment slash reaction to having a guy come in you? Girlfriend asked me to come in her for the first time the other day, and I could tell she was different after. Not in a bad way. I could tell it brought us closer. Just wondering where her head could be during and after. By the way, the look in her eyes as she asked me to come in her was the sexiest thing I've seen in a long time. How old do you think this person is?
1: 12. No. <laughs> I don't know. Young. Pretty young. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, there, there are two things about this. One is this is the the topic that refers back to that thing with the, the threesome, right? Because it's like the coming where you come mattering. Yes. Uh, but the other thing is that you have told me before that you – I think – correct me if I'm wrong. I may be misremembering. But that you have the perspective that when you – is it, it's either when your penis goes in her vagina or when you come in her – and you can correct me on that – that you feel like there is a change in the way the woman sort of like treats you basically – she sort of – I don't want to go too strong on this, but she sort of falls in love with you at that moment and it's it it becomes a much more serious relationship from the woman's perspective in your experience, right? You mean the
0: first time without a condom? I'm not exactly sure actually. Maybe you could clarify, but don't you – I don't, know, I don't committed- know what you're referring to. Like you're, you're referring to something I told you, but I, I, I guess I don't know – I, I don't remember what you're talking about.
1: Well, basically you have this perspective that like there is a – there's some kind of a phase change in your relationship with – with a person you're dating, when you first there's some moment in sex when like her infatuation with you grows. Maybe there's like a step function. Is that not right?
0: I don't think that's that's not unusual. I think after like a couple become sexual with each other, typically there's like a increase in felt intimacy, right? But you sure? But you don't think that it's like I I, I had the impression that it was
1: attached specifically to some like moment. You're just saying it's like as soon as they're you're naked together or whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess, or after orgasms have been had, perhaps. I'm not. I'm not sure. But okay. I mean, I think like the guy from a
1: guy's perspective, I think that's one of the things that I think is interesting about this topic on the the subreddit is like, if you go through the comments, the women are sort of romanticizing this moment in this really deep way. Like it's like it's so profound. Like he's uh, having like well, some of them will say like he's having this experience inside my body. Or they'll say like uh, – some of the women will go on and on about feeling his cock throbbing, which actually is kind of hot. Like it's a little bit like literotica.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Well, yeah. Let me just read some of these just for uh, our audience's edification. For me, it's just really hot having him to – having him be able to have his orgasm while still inside me and extremely close to me. I remember first asking my ex to come in me. And then we did it all the time. I was on birth control. But for me, it doesn't really matter if the cum actually goes in me or if he's wearing a condom. I just like the feeling of him coming and still being inside. So fucking hot. Here's someone else. This feeling of throbbing inside me is just the best thing ever. And then they have the uh, eyes with hearts emoji. Um, Another person. Personally, I love how much more powerful his thrust can't believe i'm reading this uh how much more powerful his thrust get when he's about to come and then the slow hard thrust when he's climaxing that plus the feeling of his dick pulse inside me usually feels close to an aga- orgasm if i'm on top when he climaxes i can usually ride myself to orgasm at almost the same time and it's the best feeling ever i don't know if they're romanticizing i mean i think that evolutionarily like women are probably meant to make men orgasm in them so it's not like shocking that that's a feeling they enjoy do you
1: when I first read this I'll be honest that I read all those comments that you just read live on the air and and turned on our one female listener <laughs> yeah uh, she's like she's going to just rewind and listen to your sexy right. voice again yeah but do you actually do slow hard thrusts at the end like that
0: slow and hard are almost I guess they're not I, I guess those are different axes
1: yeah, the, the, there not are two
0: like... axes for thrust. There's there's slow and fast, and then there's hard and soft. I guess. What would a soft thrust be like? I would use Wouldn't the word gentle. Be... Okay. Yeah, so, you're like, not, like... so like you're not like fully going to the hilt. Like yeah, when the hilt meets her, uh, you know, pubic bone, you're 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 slowing down or something. But yeah, isn't that just slow? Uh, let me think about this for a second,
1: okay, so the way I'm imagining it is this is important. We're wrestling it to the mackie yeah. uh what the way I'm imagining it is when you say fast or slow, it's the question of how many, and we've actually discussed this <laughs> topic before yes. how many how many thrusts per minute? Yeah. so I'm imagining that the number of thrusts per minute declines, yes, and but the 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 hardness. Is yeah, like basically when you get to the end of the thrust, like how much force is behind it? So are you sort of like doing it gently, where it's like you're uh you're just probing, like you're if you were sort of putting your finger gently in your uh in your ear or something like that, or are you doing it so it's sort of smacking against her pelvis when you're doing
0: it? Third axis here that is uh uh deep or shallow.
1: Well, yeah, I think so, but I think here it's clear that they mean. So if if you were going to have that, okay. First question is, is that a third axis? I think,
0: I think these axes is. are not orthogonal. They're not perfectly <laughs> <laughs> orthogonal. It doesn't make sense to anyone listening. But uh, yeah, these things are related, in other words. That's right. That's right. If,
1: yeah, it's on, you, you could come up with some combination of these three things that would never happen. Right. Like shallow, shallow and hard doesn't make very much sense right. because it's like – Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. So, okay. But, but I, think we, I think we're understanding – I think we can understand what she's saying. Is basically, it's slow. The staccato of his thrusting is slow, maybe one per second,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe a little faster, and he's hitting her sort of hard. And my question is: Is that what you do when you're nutting?
0: Uh, maybe. I mean, once the nuts begun, I, I, you know, sort of bury it. Generally, that's what I thought because it's like. So what I've always thought
1: is that you have this. Is that okay, I think that most men, although I've noticed in porn this isn't always true, which then makes me think that like they're faking somehow or whatever. But most men I think the 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 head, the uh glands of the penis become super sensitive, right, right when you're nutting yeah. right afterward, right? Which yeah. which can actually be a problem when you're getting a blow because like it's a little tricky.
0: Yes. So uh, this, for, is a, right. this is another reason why like I don't love blowjobs, is that like, yeah, it can make the nut not quite as satisfying. But go on. Yeah. No, I think that's a real issue. Uh,
1: and it requires some technique on the res- the givers side to kind of manage that. But but the interior of the vagina sort of like inflates a little bit or there's that's not the right word for it, but it sort of like grows a little bit so that when you're thrusting, most of the friction is kind of the outer third, say, of the vagina. And so I've always thought, well that makes sense because basically this is incentivizing the guy when he's about to nut to keep it buried deep in there and not thrust, and that makes sense to me because, like, where do you want the semen? You want it as far deep. in as possible. Uh, presumably, I mean, yeah, yeah, basically, as far as possible, you want to get it way in there. And so, I when I read this, it didn't ring true to me because I was thinking to myself, "Well, who thrusts slow and hard as he nuts? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like you'd think he you would sort of maybe you would maybe you'd slow down <laughs> as you got
0: close to nutting." You're, you're criticizing the adjective usage of. uh you know, I'm trying to find the user here, username here uh, on Reddit. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That does not. Okay. Here it is. I love how much more powerful his thrusts get when he's about to come. And then the slow, hard thrusts Thrusts while he's climaxing. She Absolutely. probably, she probably just isn't Yeah, She doesn't quite. Maybe she means that maybe the slow, hard thrusts she's talking about are like the actual pulses of his climax. Although we've discussed before, like wh- how, how much that's feelable
1: yeah i i don't I don't buy that i you know I mean look I'm not saying it's impossible for a guy to keep thrusting, and particularly a guy maybe who beats off too much and so he's like desensitized everything down there, yeah uh not too, you know, but he has the old uh the old iron fist going right. on <laughs> right <laughs> uh but yeah i just that that part of i felt that yeah, you always pick out these little i always pick out these little bits of the comments and I'm like well that that sounds weird to me yeah th- I
0: think she just doesn't. I mean, remember, like the average per age on Reddit is is eight or something. So, like, uh, you know, but, uh, I hope it's not eight. Maybe not let's eight, say eighteen. But, uh, I'm using hyperbole to l- illustrate a point here. Like, yeah, like the people who are commenting on uh, <laughs> orgasm intensity are are probably not experienced enough to really have uh, valid opinions or or as
1: valid opinions. Now, do you do you have a go to thrust pattern that you achieve in say the ten seconds before the onset of the nut?
0: I don't know, and we're gonna get that. I'm, uh, I'm going to ask you the same in a moment, but my guess is that like you probably know what like your pattern looks like because like your your focus on orgasm intensity is is pretty high. <laughs> For me, yeah, I don't really know what I do. Like uh, you know, like a number of things have come up during this podcast where I'm like, huh, I need to pay more attention to this. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, do you?
1: I mean, I think that there are – yes, but in the sense that, like I think that there are – as I always say, I think there are different sensations you can go for, right? So, for example <laughs> okay. – It's true. So, for example, I think you can go for a sensation that's more focused on the head of your penis by sort of withdrawing it much more and just sort of like kind of uh I guess inserting and removing the – Tip of your penis, kind of when you're getting close, so you can sort of like go for that, or you can go for something more like what this guy's going for, which is sort of deeper, uh, deeper kind of in and out, uh, and sort of harder. And I I mean, there's probably some melange of the two that you can go for as well, depending on how you're feeling. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I I think like I feel like there's an actual legitimate choice that you make there. You're like, how am I going to get this nut? And and it's an interesting choice because I feel like it's not a choice. It's like when people say they're thinking with their other head. It's really like that. It's like, you'll come up with a choice. I don't really know how it's made. It's like, it's not a real normal conscious choice. It's just do you ever "Ah,
0: regret the choice you've made? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I do.
1: Sometimes you're like, yeah, that wasn't as good as it could have been. I
0: wish I could do that over. Huh? It's like up, up, down, down, BA start or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, life's full of choices. Um, Okay. I think we could, we could move on here. Um, Oh boy. I haven't read this one yet, but uh, all right. I found out my girlfriend has a cum fetish. How can I produce more semen? Okay, so recently I found out my girlfriend of two years was disappointed with something in our sex life. I'm short, and she was pleasantly surprised when she found out I have a large penis. I thought all was fine, but she didn't like the little amount I cum. She never touched my cum before, so I didn't know. She likes large amounts of cum on her. I don't cum a lot, and a extremely healthy lifestyle, I have... Three days to improve while she is gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's cramming for his for his cum quantity. Uh, huh. Okay. First off, is this a thing? A, a cum volume? Uh, and it sounds like it sounds like he's not coming inside of her because if he was, like, she wouldn't really be able to discern the volume. So, wait a wait a minute. You don't? Are you are you being serious right now? When you ask, is it a thing?
1: Because like the, I, I actually can't. I, I find it difficult to believe. I mean, the first response. I hate to admit that I, I don't even have it in front of me. I have it a little bit memorized. Is somebody suggesting? I think I think less lessithin is the word for it. Oh. Zinc supplements. There's like these standard. You can see it on your screen there. There's these standard like supplementation. Yeah, we're going to
0: get into that in a minute, but yeah.
1: I have no idea what that is. I don't. I've never done it. I don't. I know what zinc is. I guess, but. But uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a chemist. Let, let's just
0: codify that. this. So the first response is here's what I use. Zinc, 50 milligrams a day. Do not <laughs> exceed this about. than 1,200 milligrams a day. Uh, L-arginine, uh, 1,000 yeah, milligrams right. a day. Uh, this, com- right. this combo, along with being well hydrated, proper hydration cannot be overstated. It allows me to generously paint my partner wherever <laughs> she would like. It works up both volume and distance. Eat some fruit and have a couple of pineapple smoothies so you could taste real great too. Um, okay, uh, just yeah. disclaimer: We are not doctors. I have no idea what any of these chemicals are. So, uh, yeah, t- you know, yeah, don't take advice from podcasts. Right. I feel bad for having
1: forgotten L argin- arginine, arginine, but I did remember the other two, so I'm proud of that. Um, okay, yeah, sorry. I mean, continue. This is, this is a standard thing. Like guys want to increase it or not. It makes sense to me in the context of porn. Although, to be honest, in porn, I've read that they're they actually have techniques to sort of fake it, like they. Will change the camera angle at just the right time and like sort of use a turkey baster to squirt stuff all over the place or whatever. Like they have they have sort of tricks or they might have like a little tube, uh, kind of obscured by the guy's penis to shoot out stuff. Yeah, kind
0: but of- yeah, but what's going on there? I think is the shaming of a woman. Maybe shame isn't the right word. The the the, the what the 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 X of a woman caused by having like a large amount of semen all over her is something that a lot of men like to see in porn. But that's that's on like the male male to female side. What I'm curious about I, is whether, I, yeah, I mean, I guess like the inverse of it must also be true.
1: No, no, I, that's not where I was going to. I don't exactly agree with that because I think that when I see, I wouldn't say I'm particularly attracted to it. Although all that kind of porn, although there was that guy Peter North, who would just yeah. generate a prodigious amount of nut, and like yeah. there was something about that that was interesting. But from my perspective, what what I think that that does. There's a fetish element to it, but I think just for a non-fetishy guy, is that guys generally know that like when a lot of nut comes out, it's more satisfying, and I think that's for two reasons. One is that I think your body produces more in a more when it's more excited. I don't know exactly why. It just maybe what you, well, your brain knows whether it's a situation where it's important to generate more. And the second thing is if it's been a while, right? You're going to generate more. And generally speaking, I think that if you, you know, wait some period of time between orgasms, like the intensity, the feeling goes up a bit. So it gets amped up a little bit. And I think when you see in a porn, a guy generating a lot of nut, I think you, at least I sort of identify that with that kind of experience where you've got a really full nut that's happening. I I don't know if you have the same experience.
0: I don't know. (laughs) This is another thing that I don't really pay attention to. I'm trying (laughs) to- You're just like, what's wrong with this guy? (laughs) I'm still marveling at the- uh, the notion that like this guy's girlfriend is like, oh man, I just wish you like came on me more, uh, like,
1: yeah, well, like that's like
0: that's different. Okay, generally, most women are not super excited about having come all over their bodies. I see women on the sex subreddit. which I know, is I amazing. know they exist. I know they exist, but like, right. look, maybe I've just been with you know like a, a series of, of of highly unusual women. But normally, uh, once the semen has been extracted, uh, you know, they clean up in a r- relatively short order. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to have like so much that it's like they could gargle with it
1: and and, and yeah. wash their hair with yeah. it and stuff. It's I not. Mean, of course,
0: it's a not. trope in porn, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't really – and I, the notion that she, she would – demand I mean if you want yeah if you want to wrestle this topic to the mat the notion that she would demand more of him just rings like almost completely false to me like it's just like that's not really a thing it makes me wonder all kinds of things about like why you know it suggests there's some other reason she's making the demand and this guy being like hey uh i got 3 days to generate more nut i mean look the first thing the only thing that would really work in 3 days is going to be just to no FAP for three days, right? And yeah. see how much more it could generate. These chemicals and stuff, I don't know, like maybe. Another one maybe. here,
0: pygeum extract. Uh, some people say that works, although apparently it makes you create more pre-com, which, which might be bad. Anyway, there's this is a topic of much debate apparently. Oh yeah, because guys – See, this is the thing is I think guys – It makes sense to me
1: that guys get obsessed with this partly because – I mean, do you find that if there's more volume of nut like the, the orgasm feels better or do you find it just doesn't make a difference? Uh, no, there's a correlation there for sure. Yes. I have noticed before when there was so much that it was actually kind of not that great. And I have I thought, well, maybe that's because the muscles down there are now having to do a lot of work to get so much nut out. And it's like <laughs> there can be a level where
0: it's <laughs> structured crew to come in and yeah. It's no, a, I it's mean, a yeah. project.
1: <laughs> Yeah. When it's just sort of like, yeah, it's just not, it's not, there's like, a, there's, I th- so I, I have a suspicion there's an ideal amount, but the ideal amount I think is higher than like kind of the average amount. Like, so when you get a little more, it's good. But if you get like way more, like I don't think, I think then you start to get some
0: diminished, not diminishing returns, but actually negative, negative returns. returns. Okay. So there's like a a chart. Uh, and if, if volume was on the X axis and satisfaction was on the Y, like it, it keeps going up for a while, but then it, it actually dips beyond a certain point.
1: Right. Although to be fair, there's also probably a peak if the, if you generated zero, because there would be a bunch of positive things related to
0: that, like not having to clean up at all or anything like that. But it may well, be sort of sad. Yeah, it depends what set set. Yeah. 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 You don't want like just a little puff That uh, is uh
1: not. I've a great always feeling. I don't know. I've always thought it was like there there are a couple of things that I think about uh that are that I've always thought would be kind of are kind of cool about being a woman. One is that is the fact that like when these various sexual things, like nothing comes out. So it's like cleaner in that sense, although they're there are other problems. Yeah. There, are, there are other areas where it's less clean. And the, and another one is sort of the erection thing, right? If a woman's aroused, it's not obvious, not immediately obvious, which is kind of cool, right? Like, that's the, there's some things about that that would be kind of cool. But generally, you're probably right that like you're, you tie that feeling together with the orgasm feeling. And if you removed the, like if you took out your prostate, and by the way, when people get their prostate taken out, they stop nutting. Yeah. You know that, right? I do know yeah. that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've never talked about like that one weird guy. Well, we, we don't have time. Right? We have we have time for one more topic. I think. Wait, I want to know who the one weird guy is. Just say it really what fast. Was, what was it called? That guy who like basically uh, cut off his balls, and then he like cut off his penis, and then he like removed his prostate, and then he cut off his nipples, and like he did basically he could feel no sexual pleasure at all. There was like a word yeah, I for actually, him. and there were pictures.
1: I, I actually found another uh, photo gallery of a guy doing that. It was on efucked.com, E F U. KT, I don't remember.com. Pretty gross. Like a guy, yeah, he shows himself
0: cutting his penis off. Yeah, we're going to, we, we need to explore that at some point, but, but no time. Did you remember what that's called? There's a word for. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's it's going to be a guy who's very unhappy with having
1: a penis. Maybe it, maybe somebody who's transsexual. Although he's also making it so he can't have the surgery because he's
0: removing like the pleasure parts. But yes, move on. Yeah. Something for people to look forward to on a future, future show. Uh, This one, this one's probably de- pretty far, pretty down the fairway i think we can get through this in a couple minutes all right should i play with my clit during sex i have a very high sex drive and i would say i enjoy sex nine times out of ten mike what percentage of the time would you say you enjoy sex more than nine times out of ten yeah 100 out of 99 yeah uh but i rarely come during piv unless he's performing oral sex on me uh, piv is penis and uh vagina how
1: would he how would he be performing oral sex while having piv
0: uh you this know, gets back to the uh, the the, the auto-fellatio. That's amazing. He could. Can I rarely come during PIV unless he's performing oral sex on me. Maybe. Well, <laughs> can you imagine being able to do that? You're, there you're- could be two partners here, but I think she must mean unless he goes down on me before. I think she's just like misstated it. I think she's saying, like, if
1: at some other part during the time during the encounter, she gets oral, then she's just saying she can't come from uh, just the penis, which is normal.
0: All right. I want to come with a dick inside of me. I always have the urge to play with my clit during sex, but then I get so self conscious about him thinking it's weird or getting turned off by it or thinking he's inadequate. I don't have a steady sexual partner right now. So it's not really like we can sit down and talk about our sexual wants. This is more advice for hookups. Ladies, do you play with your clit during sex and men, do you mind? Uh, yeah, I think that
1: women do do that and men never, ever, oh, that's not totally true. I would say generally don't mind. I think the thing that men might mind about is a vibrator.
0: Right. Okay. I don't mind. Uh, and it's, it's sort of, it's not sort of, it's, it's attractive when a woman sort of, uh, takes initiative in making sure she's enjoying the encounter. Um, it just, yeah, like they're, yeah, that's, that's more, more interesting to me. Um, yeah, at some point, it it probably gets to a point where like inadequacy can come in. like And and yeah, I think it's the point where like the vibrator comes out like every time and yeah, it's required. Like that. that's not great, but that's not what she's talking about here.
1: Yeah, the, there's one other thing that I think could be <clears> – ne- I, I agree with you and I think this is a pretty easy one. I think that she should just do it. There's one other situation that I think could be an issue and it's not an inadequacy issue. It's It's if the woman is basically doing that and she's just – completely self-absorbed whether she's having at least purporting to have a whole bunch of repeated orgasms don't have to argue about whether that's real or not yeah Uh, but but let's say she is it doesn't matter for the sake of argument Uh, well then it's almost like you're not there right it's like you're you're doing this thing which which ironically is i think a lot of times what men do to women true right yeah so so that could also be a negative if she's like taking it to the point where it's basically just like it is actually like she's your penis is just a dildo, and it's like well, this is sort of annoying because she's sort of thrashing around doing this stuff, and like you're not relevant in the equation. That right. could be kind of lame,
0: but yeah, that's unusual. But, but generally, like if the girl's on top of you and she's like rubbing her clit, or if you're in any position, if you're in doggy style, if you're in missionary, whatever, like it's it's kind of attractive. If anything, I think that's right. The only downside would be if she had long fingernails. Yes, cut your- I have been. I, I've I've had that happen, and it's not fun did Did you get a scab <laughs> i i I knew you were going to ask that as soon as I brought it up I guess i did yeah i've I've gotten cut, but like it hasn't been it hasn't been so you need to be careful about that if you're
1: if you're going out with uh, one of your lovely young ladies uh to try to have sex with her, she might interpret any sort of injury on your penis to be caused by another woman yeah
0: so. Take care with that. Yeah. I have to think about how to, how to when the right time to bring up my uh, penis running injury. Is. You really should avoid it. Cause she's going to think you have herpes, but anyway, <sighs> don't need to go into that anymore. Yeah. I don't, by the way, I had another test recently, Mike, by the way, and I still don't. Do you have anything else? Nothing
1: else. Wow. Yeah. It's really impressive. Thank you, you. Yeah, that's good. Good job. Uh, though, although not to be a STI negative, if you did, almost everything is curable. And so then you would just deal with it. Uh, obviously, herpes and That's HIV right. would no be a different matter.
0: It's good that you got a test. That's what we should say. Yeah. Well, I had, I had a partner that wanted to and I thought that was very responsible of her to ask. And so I did. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so um, that's a wrap on this seventh episode of Your Mileage May Vary. Uh, Soon we'll have to figure out what we're going to do for our 10th episode party. Uh, You can contact us on Twitter at YMMVpod and by email at YMMVpod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. That's the kind of thing you're into. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, the best way is to leave us a uh, hopefully five-star review on iTunes. And with that, thanks for listening. And we hope to have you back for episode eight.